He would sit motionless at the defense table and stare at jurors and witnesses in apparent attempts to intimidate them. There were reports that he believed he had psychic powers. The jury begins sentencing deliberations tomorrow. Pell could get the death penalty. Monday. The interrogation began like any other. Catherine Dance entered the interview room and found the 43-year-old man sitting at a metal table, shackled, looking up at her closely. Subjects always did this, of course, though never with such astonishing eyes. Their color was a blue unlike sky or ocean. Good morning, she said, sitting down across from him. And to you, replied Daniel Pell, the man who eight years ago had knifed to death four members of a family for reasons he'd never shared. A slight smile on his bearded face, the small, sinewy man sat back, relaxed. His head, covered with long, gray-black hair, was cocked to the side. He was perfectly still. To dance, a specialist in interrogation and kinesics, body language, Pell's demeanor and posture suggested caution, but also confidence, and, curiously, amusement. He wore an orange jumpsuit, stenciled with Capitola Correction Facility on the chest, and inmate unnecessarily decorating the back. At the moment, though, Pell and Dance were not in Capitola, but rather a secure interview room at the county courthouse in Salinas, 40 miles away. Pell continued his examination. First he took in Dance's own eyes, a green complementary to his blue, and framed by square, black-rimmed glasses. He then regarded her French braided dark blonde hair, the black jacket and beneath it the thick, unrevealing white blouse. He noted, too, the empty holster on her hip. He was meticulous and in no hurry. Interviewers and interviewees share mutual curiosity. She told the students in her interrogation seminars, they're studying you as hard as you're studying them, usually even harder, since they have more to lose. Dance fished in her blue coach purse for her ID card, not reacting as she saw a tiny toy bat that either 12-year-old Wes, his younger sister Maggie, or possibly both conspirators had slipped into the bag that morning as a practical joke. She thought, how's this for a contrasting life? An hour ago, she was having breakfast with her children in the kitchen of their homey Victorian house in idyllic Pacific Grove. And now here she sat, across a very different table from a convicted murderer. She found the ID and displayed it. He stared for a long moment, easing forward. Dance. Interesting name. And the California Bureau... What is that? Bureau of Investigation. Like an FBI for the state. Now, Mr. Pell, you understand that this conversation is being recorded? He glanced at the mirror, behind which a video camera was humming away. You folks think we really believe that's there so we can fix up our hair? Dance gave a faint smile. And you understand that you can withdraw from this interview any time you want and that you have a right to an attorney? I know more criminal procedure than the entire graduating class of Hastings Law rolled up together, which is a pretty funny image when you think about it. More articulate than Dance expected. More clever, too. The previous week, Daniel Raymond Pell, serving a life sentence for the 1999 murders of William Croyton, his wife and two of their children, had approached a fellow prisoner due to be released from Capitola 
and tried to bribe him to run an errand after he was free. Pell told him about some evidence he'd disposed of in a Salinas well years ago, and explained that he was worried the items would implicate him in the unsolved murder of a wealthy farm owner. He'd read recently that Salinas was revamping its water system. This had jogged his memory, and he'd grown concerned that the evidence would be discovered. He wanted the prisoner to find and dispose of it. Pell picked the wrong man to enlist, though. The short-timer spilled to the warden, who called the Monterey County Sheriff's Office. Investigators wondered if Pell was talking about the unsolved murder of farm owner Robert Heron, beaten to death a decade ago. The murder weapon, probably a claw hammer, was never found. The sheriff's office sent a team to search all the wells in that part of town. Sure enough, they found a tattered T-shirt, a claw hammer, and an empty wallet with the initials R.H. stamped on it. Two fingerprints on the...